0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the MG Fitness Podcast. My name is Melissa. I am your host today, and I am very excited to have you here with me. I hope you're all well. I hope you're enjoying this very sunny June day. Do you know what? One of the things that I am really enjoying about this weather is the sheer volume of washing that I am getting dried. I am emptying baskets left, right and centre, and honestly, it shouldn't thrill me as much as it does, but it does. Very exciting stuff. Before I get stuck in today, I just want to say a massive, massive thank you to everybody that has tuned into any of my podcast episodes so far it really means a hell of a lot to me and I was checking my podcast stats yesterday and I am over 90 plays so far which honestly just blows my mind and it's super lovely and I'm so close to 100 already and I'm only nine episodes in this is number nine and it's just I'm very very grateful for it very very grateful and it just excites me to do more so thank you very much now on with today's subject so it's going to be a quick one today from me and i'm going to talk all about progress specifically how to measure your fat loss progress in a way that is constructive and not in a way that potentially gets in the way of you making progress so i'm going to get stuck straight in with the elephant in the room scale weight. Now, I think scale weight can be a really useful tool for some people. For some people it's not so useful. So if you can look at your scale weight and know that it is really just a number and it is part of a much bigger picture and you can keep yourself detached from that number then fantastic. We're looking at the overall trend. If it's going down, we know that you'll be losing body fat over a number of weeks. However, if you're stepping on the scales every week, every day, however often you do it, and it then affects your mood for the rest of the day, i.e. if it's gone down, or if it hasn't changed, or if it's only changed a little bit, and you're not happy with that, then, that is the time to ask yourself, is this constructive for me? Is this actually helpful? Or is it putting me in a negative headspace? I then don't feel as motivated. I then don't want to continue making the efforts that I'm doing. And the problem with that is, it can then mean it gets in the way of your progress. And it isn't always accurate. So there are a abundance, good word, of things that can affect your scale weight that have absolutely nothing to do with fat loss. For example, water, so how much you've literally consumed throughout your day. Food volume as well, so again that's the stuff you eat that is still in your digestive system. Food waste, the other end of the digestive system. And things like hormones and if you're holding on to water for ladies if it's time of the month it's any point in your menstrual cycle if the weather's a little bit warmer and you're holding on to more water if you've had saltier foods there are so many things that can affect your scale weight that have absolutely nothing to do with body fat so if you're seeing those fluctuations in your scale weight and it's making you unhappy and then putting you off you're doing yourself a massive disservice. So here's how to tackle it. First of all, I need you to know that fluctuations in your scale weight throughout the day are completely normal. You can wake up, weigh yourself, and weigh X amount. By the end of the day, just because you've gone about your everyday business, you've eaten, you've drank, you've lived, (laughs) Your body is going through digestive processes etc you could be up to two pounds heavier and that will not include any fat just let that sink in the only outlier to this is if you have literally just eaten all day <laughs> and even then like our bodies don't work on a 24-hour clock like they don't reset it's always an accumulation of the average but that is but i up to it is up to 2 pounds that is how much your body weight can fluctuate it has nothing to do with fat so if you're letting fluctuations or if you're letting that get in the way and really deeply affect your mood and make you feel less than you are then please reconsider using them because it's not worth it There are lots of other ways that you can measure your progress in a way that holds more value to you and doesn't affect you so deeply and emotionally, especially when that negativity could be born of just normal fluctuation. If, like I said at the beginning, you can look at scale weight and go, it's just a number, it's just part of the bigger picture, then great, but if you struggle to do that, And even knowing that scale weight fluctuates, if you look at that number and you go, hmm, this is gonna, this makes me feel like rubbish for the rest of the day, then maybe consider not using them for a while. Use something else instead. Which brings me on to the next part. That was a very smooth transition, wasn't it? being measuring your progress in a way that suits you and is valuable to you so this is something I discuss with all of my clients I want them to measure their progress but I want them to do it in a way that suits them so whether that is measurements so regular body measurements I don't mean every day I mean once a week once every two weeks and it will be from the same part every time. So whether it's your hips and your waist, wherever it is. And having those sets of measurements, they tend to be a bit more accurate in terms of body fat coming off as well. That's a lovely way to do it. Again, though, it is just a set of numbers. That's all it is. Is If anything is maths, which you know I'm not a fan of, <laughs> measurements are really useful. If you can just look at them as a set of numbers. And if the overall trend is that they're going down, fantastic. Another way of doing it, and I know you're all going to hate me for saying this, and you're going to go, no, I don't want to do, is pictures. Now, please bear in mind that, obviously, that's probably one of the most personal ways that you can share your progress. You don't have to show these pictures to anybody, ever. I never insist that my clients send me pictures. It's up to them. That's their body. I don't need to, you know, I don't need to see that. I don't need to be part of that if they don't want me to. They are really useful. The amount of times across the span of my career, I have heard, I really wish I'd have taken some photos. The before, and I use air quotes for that, it's progress, it's a journey. <laughs> they wish they'd taken some photos to be able to compare and see, is quite high. So even if you took some photos and you never looked at them again, but you had them there just in case, then that's fine and i'm not talking about standing there in your pants either i mean you can if you want to but you could literally just have on an outfit that you're comfortable in and then you could take a same picture a picture in the same outfit a couple of months later just to see the difference and it could only be you that looks at them i think with progress pictures we tend to think it's people standing there in their underwear, from the side, from the front, from the back, which is absolutely fine, but they can be a lot more personal than that, and oftentimes, and this is what I love to see, is seeing people hold themselves differently, they're feeling more confident, they're feeling stronger, it's not just the physical, oh they're a smaller person, or they've lost x amount of weight, it's Then seeing the smile on their faces and how much more confident they appear in that picture, it's phenomenal. And I'd hate to think that people were missing out on that. So, yes, they are fantastic. Yes, I know they're probably the most personal one. But just have it something that you consider and don't immediately dismiss because it can be super powerful. Remember, you look at your body or you see your body every day. And sometimes it's hard to see those changes. So actually physically having like a that was then, this is now can be really powerful. So just consider it for me. Okay. The other way to do it is clothes. Now, again, I don't, I've done an entirely different separate podcast on clothes and the fashion industry. So I won't go into it now. But say if you have clothes that you already own and you just want them to fit a bit better, you want to feel a bit more confident in them, maybe they're starting to feel a bit tighter than they were before and you want to do something about it, that can be an excellent indicator of progress that has nothing to do with numbers, because it doesn't. The other way you can approach it is by using a clothes size. Now we know that this is a load of rubbish because you go in one shop and you're one size, you go in another shop and you're completely different. So even if it was, say you're buying it from the same place and you think actually I can get a size smaller than I normally would. A good one for this is work uniforms. Because again, they don't make those for real people, do they? <laughs> I remember way back, and I promise this is not a massive tangent, but one of my first jobs was at McDonald's. And the uniform that they give you, I had quite a generous uniform allowance, to be fair. Um, I had enough of everything. But being a, a leggy gal, and my legs were quite big at the time, um, the trousers never fit well at all. They were either miles too big or or too small and it was just a nightmare and it didn't matter what size you were in it was just finding a pair that fitted (laughs) so these places like not just mcdonald's not just saying them workplaces in general need to be looking at who they're actually got working for them (laughs) anyway i digress but clothes so yes if you're fitting into a different size or you're feeling more comfortable with them they can be a great indicator of success Again though, it's something that if you can look at it and detach yourself from it, fantastic. If it starts meaning a bit too much to you or it starts putting you in a negative headspace, you don't need that, you don't need that in your life. The other way that you can measure your progress, and this is one of my personal favorites, is by feelings. Now I don't mean physically feeling yourself. <laughs> I don't mean to stand in front of a mirror and you're like just, you know, mm, arms, legs. I don't mean that. I mean your general Feeling of well being, confidence, fitness, how you feel in yourself, how you carry yourself, your mood, your energy levels, all of these wonderful things which are so important. They are just as important as the outside measurements. And it's something that I do encourage all of my clients to do because it's nice to reflect on. But just writing these down. So I don't mean becoming a hardcore journaling person. I love to journal, I find it really helpful. But even just each week, you know, making a note, taking five minutes to sit down and go, actually, yeah, well, I'm feeling better than I was. Or actually this week I feel like this and this week I'm not sure. And having those feelings, getting them written down can be super useful to see your progress as well. Really, really effective. So those are some of the more physical ways and obviously mental ways to track your progress. And picking one that resonates with you, picking one that is constructive is really useful and play around with it. If you're you are, which is quite common, one of these people that dreads getting on the scales or they have a really negative impact on them, even if you know, you look at the bigger picture and your scale weight's going down, but you get on them one morning and they've gone up slightly and that's the end, that's, you know, day ruined, then reconsider it. Go without them for a while, see how you feel. Still continue to make the changes that you are making, but just go without them. Try something else instead. It's not a hard and fast rule, there's no set rules to this, it's whatever helps you best and keeps you feeling motivated that is what you should be doing and it is something that I literally insist (laughs) that my clients do. Find a way of measuring progress that is personal that is valuable and that is constructive. Not to mention as well and I will just briefly go over it the other progress indicators that don't really have anything to do with fat loss. Now if fat loss is your goal, fantastic, but if you are working out and getting your steps in and doing all the right things, then there are other indicators. So if you are going to the gym, your strength might be increasing, your endurance might be increasing. If you are concentrating on a cardio goal as well, your overall fitness might be improving or you might find that doing everyday things is actually a lot easier. It might be that you've actually got more energy than you had before to do things. Like There are other physical indicators as well which are just as significant and important. Right, I'm going to leave it there. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast and I hope it's given you something to think about importantly. If you have any questions or if in fact you are struggling with how to measure your progress or you're not sure what's going to be best for you or you're sick of the scales and you want away with them, then drop me a message and I would love to help you at Melissa Grace PT on Instagram. If you enjoyed this then please let me know and as always feel free to share. I'm a big fan of the socials and it's lovely to see you all listening. Have a wonderful wonderful week and I will be back next week with episode 10 which is very exciting. Have a good week, take care and thank you for listening.